I finally finished God of War 2018 right there as you see and now I'm going to give you the review of whether or not it's worth your time what you need to know beforehand what will get you prepared for Ragnarok if you have got that sitting on your system like I do here um, all the things what I liked what I didn't like the good the bad the ugly and then we'll give it a score at the end so first up this is 2018's God of War of course both the PS4 5 and the PC most recently. It's a third person cinematic action adventure. It's the fourth, fourth, actual fourth mainland game. So mainland, mainline game. So you could say that this is basically God of War 4. Two side games, I think they're two kind of like extras in between there. It was like side one, so it's like seven, six or seven games total, seven or eight if you include Ragnarok, I think, roughly that. I was playing on the PS5 at 4K 60, so using the kind of patch update thing that makes it just kind of really work visceral and beautiful on the ps5 so at this point many years have passed since the previous god of wars because you now have a son as kratos and you're not trying to live a, a life that's a more appropriate as a father you're trying to learn to be a father essentially while going on this journey it's an emotional journey that's the premise of the game you need to know and um, before watching this review and playing this playing previous games will help with this you don't need to play the previous games to enjoy god of war 2018 but it does help in terms of really appreciating the character transformation in terms of what the years have done or how the years have changed Kratos and what his, why his attitude is towards certain people and certain things that happen in the world. Even how his relationship is with his son, so to speak, as well, in some ways. It will give you a lot more texture. It's not necessary, but it does help if you don't have a the hardware to play. I'm not sure if you can play it on the PS4, PS5, the previous ones, but I think you can through PlayStation Plus. If you don't want to go through six games to get all the backstory, you can check out the videos that we have the entire series up to this one available on the YouTube's. I'm uploading episodes right now, unless there's some problem. So you can do that, or you can watch one of those YouTube videos where you just do like the movie cinematics, which might be a lot more quicker and a lot more same, but I'd really appreciate the watch time if you do choose to watch. That's definitely a thing. And as far as Ragnarok's concerned, Yes, Ragnarok is a direct sequel to this game. So you will want to have at least played this game <laughs> um, to appreciate that one even more so than even the previous games to appreciate this one. But it helps, like I said. So let's talk about some of the things I love in God of War. Some of the things I loved, I suppose, past tense now. The story in this is amazing. It's um, a very mature, very emotional story. It sounds kind of cliche, but really it is. It's um, really a joy to see uh, the development of this character and how he interacts with his uh, son in this game is it's worthy of the greek north north norse mythology that it's based on it's worthy of a greek norse mythology movie man if four was like this or something like that it'd be an amazing movie rather than just like very good movies you know what i mean the performances and voice acting are awesome you know what i mean it's memed right i mean boy just great performances by the uh, performers in this the combat as ever in in god of war is always amazing and it's no exception the combat in this is awesome uh, there's tactics in there, you know, there's, there's dodging, there's different weapon actions, types, and there's environmental things you can interact with, all sorts of different cool stuff. So the combat is, especially when you get to the second half and meet some old friends again, no spoilers. As I said previously, seeing Kratos, Kratos' evolution from this kind of badass that's just unrelent, unrelenting and just kind of hardcore and just kind of very anti-hero, really, to basically now trying to be a father fatherhood it's just such an interesting concept it was a really good idea again with all that combat and all that emotion there is an epic soundtrack to go with it Ooh, those 
Why am I saying that's embarrassing to do that? But basically, it will remind you, especially if you've played previous games, how they've kind of taken some of that sound and brought it into this game as well. So again, don't have to play the previous games, but you'll appreciate this one even more if you do. As I said previously, and you can watch all our videos of all the gameplay if you want to watch the entire series of God of War before God of War 2018, which is the fourth game here. Check that out. You have a beefy skill tree in this game, and there's lots of optional items and upgrades. There's loads of loads of loads of. Sorry, well, I don't want to uh, surprise for you. There's loads of skill tree. There's more than one, and it's um, it's going to keep you busy throughout. If you want to kind of um, fill them, you're going to have to do a lot of the optional stuff to fill all of them. You won't be able to fill all of those options. Maxwell's options with just the mainline story. So it gives you a reason to do all the optional things that are in there, the cool things. It goes without saying, the visuals are top-notch, beautiful. And this is just on the PS5. Imagine on the PC, it looks even more amazing. But on the PS5, I'm very happy with the visuals, no problem whatsoever. I feel like, um, and this is the PS4 version, it's with a patch that lets you do 4K60. But one thing with studios that Sony owns is they really, really know how to make their games look amazing, even when it's just a patch and perform amazing on the machine. It, it, it might as well be PC, it's 64K. I'm gone, bro. I'm on a, on a 4K TV, a Sony TV with a Sony machine. Shall I leave now? Yeah, amazing. World-class visuals. Now there's also the ability to complete unfinished stuff when you've done everything. So that's a good thing because it kind of takes the pressure if you want to kind of be a completionist or semi-completionist. There isn't anything that you can miss in this game in the story that's going to stop you from completing side things if you want to and, and platinum in it and we uh we did do that as a uh, you may have seen on my uh, desktop if i'm using that screen and if i'm using those visuals you can see here that we have uh platinum the game so maybe i know also wrong one i'm gonna ragnarok so yeah 100 and i only got three platinum games on the playstation so that means that this is not the hardest to platinum so um it's very kind there is some work and some tedium but we'll get to that in a bit. That's nice that you can come back and finish stuff if you want to. You don't have to worry about missing anything. You can go back and do it and, you know, do the fast travel thing. So the open world link into that is it's fun. It's a fun open world to explore. The only thing that I've kind of thought about the open world after the fact was the fact that it was kind of weird that there's not really any kind of like really any normal living inhabitants in the in the in the actual islands. It's kind of like literally a few characters that are like normal and then everyone else is kind of like either like brown bread or just kind of abandoned the place or something I don't know it's not a spoiler anything it's something you'll notice aesthetically it's kind of weird but otherwise the open world is a, is a amazing um they class it as open world I class it as open world it's kind of semi open world open area and things open up more and more as you go further and further in so it's, it's good stuff it's um it's got some nice various challenges and environments there are puzzles that aren't too hard timed puzzles that aren't too unkind Apart from a certain area but you know we're getting to that again very visceral with the patch with the 4k and the 60 combat games it's nice close combat third party game third party third perspective games you want a good performance there and it's, it works it definitely helps for it, especially with timings and things that you need to do with like you know um, reflecting attacks and things like that repose and that kind of thing so that's really important and does it really well on the playstation 5 so you're golden now it's not an extensive list but let's talk about the bad and the ugly stuff. Bad thing I don't like in this game is some of the side collectibles and side activities do kind of go into the borderline annoying to tedious territory. It's not a lot of it, 
And overall, it's one of the better designed open worlds. But there are some of it where it's like, there's a lot of this. It's a bit too much of this. It's kind of open worldy feely where, you know, some of the things that are annoying in open worlds is slightly rears its head in this game. Not too much, but where it does happen, it's like, whoa. And that brings me on to essentially the ugly, which is two locations in the game that are essentially grind areas or repetition. They're optional. You don't need to do them. That's very important to mention. You do not need to do the stuff I'm talking about here. But on the other hand, it does have its benefits in some ways. I don't think it's necessarily beneficial in terms. I don't think a lot of the story, I don't think a lot of the story aspects deliver for you doing it. Some of the side stuff, especially some of the more harder ones. But there's two locations that I'm talking about requires you essentially to do the same thing over and over with some variation. But you'll be dealing with either the same enemies over and over again to grind some money or different materials so that you can upgrade certain items or buy certain items that are unique. And it's just kind of annoying. You know, it was just it's just too long. There's another area where it's kind of got this timed thing where you basically will expire if you don't get out of a certain situation throughout this area combined with maze and you can already imagine the tedium and annoyance there now you can obviously get things that help you to be able to live longer in the environment itself but it's extremely tedious now unless i missed some method or something that shortens it which i don't believe i had it is extremely 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 tedious and frustrating um there are optional areas like i said but with that combined with the ugly you can probably guess how it might or might not impact the final score so that plus, um, you know, some of the optional challenges, some of them are like, man. And to answer with you, there's a certain final fight that I had to change the difficulty. So now I have to spend 10 years uh, trying to uh, uh, be a certain, a certain thing. So, yeah, that kind of kills a lot of the enjoyment of just the normal flow of going, exploring, doing basic stuff that's re reasonable, interesting, get the reward, do some story, do some side. When you get those kind of side stuff that interrupts the flow and it's kind of just tedious instead of frustrating that's when the game goes down a little bit and that's kind of the open world optional stuff that does that okay so i've told you what i like what i don't like and what i really don't like i've also told you what the game is things to watch out for i guess it's time to give you a score because everyone loves a review score don't they for me with god of war 2018 the only thing that stops it from being what it could be is the things i mentioned which is the amount of frustration and tedium in some of the optional things that I should have never done. I think they could have organized it way better. The way they organized some of those optional areas for like upgrading gear or getting cash, getting certain key items, really, really, really badly designed in my opinion, just in terms of just draining your time. And that has to, that has to impact the score, even if it's optional. Of course, if you just did the story and that was it, provided you were happy with the length, you'd be like 10 out of 10 easily. But because of the, that, and because of some of the busy work, the nature of some of the excess in the open world, just a little bit here and there, almost perfect, but it's you now. I'm going to give God of War 2018 a 9.5 out of 10. You knew it was coming, didn't you? It's close to being a 9, but once I finished the game after doing some of the tedious stuff, I was like, you know what? This is an excellent game. It'd be a bit harsh when it's optional stuff to give it an, a, a 9. So 9.5 out of 10 for me, the 2018 God of War. Um, just like all the other God of Wars, I don't think I've given any God of War game less than a 7.5. They are a blast to play. They're a system seller. The only difference is this one is the greatest of the bunch in storytelling. 
visuals, tactical combat, and some were almost in open world banners because the rest of the other ones were in open world anyway. So let me know what you think in the comments of the review of the game itself. And let me know how you're finding Ragnarok if you haven't started already, or if you've started already, I should say. I'm going to probably start Ragnarok today later because it's now 3am. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on with that. There's a vehicle, I don't know if you heard that. So that vehicle's excited, someone's driving home to go and play a... Uh, I keep saying Call of Duty. They're going home to play some Ragnarok, of course, because apparently it's amazing. So yeah, like, comment, subscribe. I've already lost you saying it now, anyway. Just click on the videos on the screen instead. Boy!